Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Three Got Game podcast. Uh, my name is John, and with me today, I have my two co-hosts. I have Ryan and Matt, the OG trio, back together again for another great episode. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing good, doing good, G. John. Uh, happy that all three of our teams won yesterday. Ryan, yes, miraculously, sir. I know how, but hey, <laughs> we all did it. <laughs> how about you, Ryan? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, busy as always, but I'm glad to be on the podcast this week and ready to talk about some football. Oh, for sure, man. And I'm ecstatic that we've all won this week as well. It's a great week when all of our teams win. And then some in convincing fashion and some in dramatic fashion. And with that, let's get into it. We're going to start with Ryan's Jets because they don't win often. So we're going to lead them whoa, off. Oh, whoa. Let's see about this year, right? <laughs> hey, hey, hey maybe things change. You, you never know. But let's talk about those damn Jets. What a win. Joe Flacco, four touchdowns, over 300 yards, no picks, and a thrilling 31-30 win. Ryan, the floor is yours. Tell me about uh, your squad. What can I say about this game was that it was um, – you know, the game went on, like, pretty normal. We were tied at halftime, 14-14. You know, all of us, all all me and my dad and, you know, my mom and, and Kelly were thinking, like, just let's just hold on. Let's have a good game. Let's be in this game at the end. And then, yeah, you know, all hell bricks loose at the end. We're, we're down 13 points. I'm just like, what can I do? My dad goes upstairs. He cooks dinner, starts cooking dinner. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll just I'll watch for a little bit, and then, you know, that's it. And then all of a sudden, Joe Flacco finds Corey Jason wide open on a broken coverage. I'm like, okay. All right, let's Ryan, hit the on. Can I ask you something real quick about that play? Because yeah. I didn't see that live. You yeah. Since you're a quarterback. Did, was that busted coverage? Did it look like busted coverage? coverage. Like? Busted was it? coverage, yeah. Okay. I mean, Corey Davis literally just ran past him. Everyone just looked in, and he was just behind everyone. So, it was a, it was a busted coverage. And, we uh, again, we scored in quick fashion. We got the onside kick, which was like, oh, my gosh, how do we do that? And then Joe Flacco <laughs> let us down and scored a TD. But then I was saying, I was like, damn, he missed the field with the extra point. I was like, that could hurt him if we come back, if we come back. And then it yeah. did. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those, like, weird, like, coincidences that's happened. So, I mean, it was, it was a good game <clears throat> by both teams, of course. Uh, the Browns pounded us with a rock all game long. Uh, and – uh, somehow we were able to just like, again, at the end, just creep in there. Um, Joe Flacco had a good game. But again, as I see from the my Jets, we did have a lot of drops, a lot of mistakes. Uh, and we can't always win these games by 30 to 31 all the time. So sure. there's still going to be much improvement, but uh, you got to find a way to win. And that's, you know, uh, that's what our coach told us when we were uh, playing football at college football. You got to find a way to win. So that's what they did. Hey, for sure, for sure, man. Gotta, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Yeah. Matt, what'd you think about those boys, Jets, man? I know they're in your division, but what'd you think about the squad? God freaking darn it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, great game. I mean, Jets made a miraculous comeback. I don't know how they did it. My question is, why didn't Nick Chubb just go to the ground and with the two-minute warning? Like, Ryan, why didn't he do that? I don't know. I mean, he... That's a good question to ask Nick Chubb himself. I think he yeah. just he just wanted to score. He's like, all right, let's put this game away and we'll, let's just go home and with a dub. That's that's about. I think that was his mindset. Uh, yeah, that's true. And and also, like, what are the chances that 
and obviously Jets score a huge touchdown, broken play, and then yeah, and exactly. recover the onside kick too. So, I mean, that, everything that needed to happen happened. So, oh yeah, exactly. Like everything, yeah, that needed to go your way went your way. Exactly. And, uh, and yeah, it showed this game, but um, but yeah, obviously the Cleveland run game killed you guys. Nick Chubb had three oh. touchdowns. <laughs> yep. Kareem Hunt had like. 58 yards on 13 carries, four and a half yards per carry. Yep. Uh, Mark, I mean, and then even Mark, uh, like he had 101 yeah. receiving yards. So, I mean, Jacoby Brissett still had a great game 22, 27 to 29 on a touchdown and interception. I mean, except for that last interception, that you, you don't really count that. And, you know, he has a really good game. Yeah, that's a very good game for him. But, yeah. Uh, and, and I have to say this uh, in regards to the game I saw some people kind of killing Nick Chubb, you know, for scoring and whatnot. But in that situation, you don't yeah. expect something like that to happen. I'm not going to murder the guy for instincts telling him to go in the end zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you can't expect your kicker to miss the extra point, to Jets backed up to score as quickly as they can, get the onside kick, and then get the game-winning touchdown. That's a lot of things to happen yeah. that you want to kill the guy for. I mean, honestly, Rye, when you guys got the onside kick, I actually was like – I actually turned to my uh, one of my cousins who was a Jets fan. I was like, I actually think you guys are gonna pull this off, <laughs> and I never and I and I never say that. And I was like, "Yeah, I, th- I think you're gonna do it, man." He's like, "No, nah, man, no way." I'm, like, I'm <laughs> telling you, man, it's it's gonna happen. And then when they and then when the Browns had a chance, I, I thought again, it's like, "Oh my god, you're gonna let him go field goal range? And you're gonna get hit a walk off." Yeah, right. <laughs> when I saw you guys rush one at the last play, I was like, "What are you doing?" And then he threw the pick, and it was okay. But yeah. what a game! Yeah, what a game! By those Jets, one and one. It, without their starting quarterback, and you got something in Garrett Wilson, which he looks like oh. he could be special. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, but, yeah, even Bryce Brees Hall too. And oh, for sure, uh, you got a good young new. We got, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you can shore up that offensive line, like, and it all depends on how much Zach Wilson develops. Like when he comes yeah. back, see how he does. Because you yeah. got the weaponry, you got two good backs. You know, um, a lot of young pieces that it should be an exciting future for you guys in the next couple of years. I think you really have. Could have a good team. But yeah. let's go from one AFC East team to another. The Patriots, like they've done last year, just grinding out, winning ugly, playing on the back of their defense and making just enough plays on the offense to win the game. I mean, is it a sustainable formula? I don't know. Matt, you know, you obviously know I don't think you're going to make the playoffs. Same with Ryan. But – Nonetheless, I thought this was as close to a must-win as you guys had, considering you have the Ravens and, the, and my Packers coming up. So, a huge, huge win. Tell me about it. What would you think? You know, what are your thoughts on the game? Uh, to be honest, I really don't know how I should feel about the Patriots right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, yes, the defense played well, but they also played against Mitch Trubisky, who yeah. might arguably be a top three worst quarterback in the league. Starting quarterback, yeah. correct. Yep. Yes, that's correct, yes. And uh, and even the offense, like, I know they scored two touchdowns, but one of the touchdowns was, like, a miraculous catch by Nelson Aguilar, who would never make that catch in, out of a thousand times. I have to say, that was a great catch. I was unexpected. I'm, I think I texted you after Max. I was like, was that Aguilar that just mossed somebody? Yeah, like, I know. He mossed somebody good, too. It was like, crazy. He, yeah, so, obviously, unbelievable catch by him, but. The chances of him making that catch again is like slim to none. <laughs> yeah, slim to none. And then the other touchdown they got was off a muff punt by the Steelers punt yeah. returner. So 
and former Patriot Gunner Sesti. Thank you for that. I'll Venmo you later. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm still not confident in our offense. Like we didn't, other than those two drives, we were not moving the ball at all. Like it just feels like people every the defense knew what we were doing on every play. Like we're yeah. too predictable. Like we run on every second down, and I don't really know. But um. But, yeah, next week's game is going to be tough because, obviously, we're playing a much better quarterback than Mitch Trubisky, so we're not going to be able to just – Who's playing really, it. really well right now and for a contract, too. Yes, and we can't just depend on our defense to do absolutely everything. Like, our offense, like, we can't depend on lucky catches or, or like, muff punts again like we did against Pittsburgh. So, I mean, it's a great win. Obviously, it's a win. win's a win. We'll win any way possible and like you pointed out g like grinded out win like still win but like i'm like the needle is not moving for me like i gotta see i, I gotta see more out of them i hear you ryan what do you think about those patriots um didn't get to watch the game but you know by looking at the stats like i mean mac jones had a pretty decent game i mean one pick one touchdown 21 and 35 252 a decent game damian harris had 4.7 average 71 yards one touchdown i mean like you said, Matt, if you haven't seen your Patriots offense move the ball, you know, and if it's going to be a struggle all year, it's going to be tough to win games for you guys. Uh, you, again, you can't keep depending on your defense because your defense – w- would you say your defense got better from last year or worse? Well, based on the talent around, I would it, say it's, worse. It's worse. Okay. But, uh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll it's, see. Only week two. it's only week two, so. Yeah. The, the, I'll, I'll, I mean – Oh, sorry, G. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let you finish up. Sorry. Joe Belichick's always stirring up something, especially against Lamar Jackson. So yeah, uh, you can you can you can probably bank on that. Maybe not. We'll see. But if you want to compete with the Ravens, you got to start scoring points and moving the ball. Oh, agreed. Um, Matt, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. This game, I was sitting with Bessem, and it went exactly how I thought it was gonna go. Not me predicting who's gonna win, but just. I remember just looking at him before the game. I was like, this is just going to be a game of who takes care of the football and who doesn't make the big mistake. You know, whoever doesn't make the big mistake wins. And you pointed out, Gunnar Olszewski made the big mistake for Pittsburgh that the Patriots were to capitalize on. Because, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure you thought this too, Matt. We, we just knew this was going to be a grind fest, like not yeah. really offensive. It just was all about, to me, was who takes care of the football better, who's not going to make the critical mistake and who capitalizes on their chances, and you guys did it just enough. The one thing that did impress me at the end, and albeit this is against a T.J. Watt-less defense, was when you guys had to kill clock with the run, you were able to get behind the offensive line. Cole Strange had an excellent game. Yeah, I know. He, Cole Strange played well, yeah. He was, he was, you know, I know you guys reached for him in the first round, but he's looked good, and he had an excellent game. You ran behind him at the end to kill clock, and you guys were able to do that. So I'll give you that. Um I know I've always said that the Patriots defense is always going to be good. How good? I don't know. Um, but, like, they've had, like, a top 10 defense for as long as I remember. Um, obviously, the talent is not the same. But, Matt, I did say, like, while just to be a little silver lining, you look at Miami, what they did to Baltimore, and what you guys did to them week one, not to just go crazy, but, like, it's a little something. You know what I mean? Like, at least it's a know, week one game, like – Miami yeah. has a new team around them, and yeah, I know. And then you gotta remember with the Baltimore Miami game, like Tua scored like four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Like Baltimore yeah. just decided to stop playing defense. Like, yeah, 
but yeah, but and but like just just you know just uh, I'm just trying to give you a little bit of hope, like you know what I mean. Like your defense is still yeah, good. It's still I, good. I got I to see what happens against the Ravens, yeah. and then yeah, like, well that's what that's what where the season's yeah. gonna depend I, right there. Yeah, the way I the way I look at it is the way that you guys play is just not conducive to the way the NFL is today, because like you know you can be Pittsburgh seventeen fourteen and. You can beat the Jets, you know, and grind slow fest, but like, you know, slug it out games. But like, if you're going to be a playoff team, even yeah. like last year was kind of fluky, I don't want to say in a way. I mean, you know, you, you won on the back of your defense, you went on a hot streak, but I just think your offense is going to hold you back this year. Like, your defense, I feel, still think it's going to be good. Like, is it going to be top five? No, but I still think it'll be respectable, you know, bottom top, bottom top 10 defense, like bottom half of the top 10 defense. But your offense, I feel like, is just going to be bottom of the league. I don't see anything that impresses me right now. Within the no. first two games, zero. And I don't care how good of a defense you have. If you can't move the ball, you are not going to win a lot of games in this league. And your offense needs to come to life, and it needs to come to life fast. Or else yeah. your defense is going to be tired on the field, and good teams will kill them. I mean, that's, that. what, that's what happened last year. Like We couldn't beat any good teams. Other than other than that Buffalo game when what, there was, which a was tornado, a, so yeah, it was a windstorm. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I don't know if it was was. Did you play Baltimore last year too or no? Nope, we didn't play Baltimore. We played Tennessee, but they didn't have like half their team. And so. I, remember, I remember the year before. Yeah, the year played, before we you played Baltimore. Baltimore in like a monsoon. Yes, like so, like you know, bad weather favors you guys. But you know, that being said, as close to a must win as you guys got, you got it. Sitting at one and one with yeah. a big game this week, so we'll see. Uh, this will be a uh, telling for your team, Matt. We'll know a little bit more about your team after this matchup. Yeah, so, I agree. And uh, before be. before you go to your Packers sheet, John, uh, mm-hmm. I do want to make look some predictions for next week with our with Ryan Shetch, my Patriots. So yeah, Ryan, so Ryan, they play Cincinnati next week. Cincinnati's favored by four and a half. What do you think? Like, do you think Cincinnati covers? What's your prediction? Um, yeah, I think they cover by uh, at least – uh, I say they win by like six points or seven points. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's yeah. a must-win game for Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. So I just they feel can't. Like... I know Joe Burrow's getting pummeled back there, but they think yeah. not lose this game. No, they no. can't lose this game. And I remember I, – I, I, I think I, I said be, they would I have a little – They didn't, they did, they didn't uh, win the game. Yeah. And, I think, and I, think I, told, I think I told you guys, don't be surprised if they don't make the playoffs this right. year. I didn't go I completely mean, through with it, but I wouldn't shock me. But nope, even right. I didn't think even I didn't think they looked this bad. No, and uh, and the other game, the Patriots Ravens, uh, Baltimore is favored by three. Um, well, I'll go first since I'm the Patriots guy. Yeah, I think Baltimore beats them by a good amount. I think they're going to easily cover that minus I, three. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm I'm honestly Matt. I, I mean, because your offense looks so stagnant. And, you know, while your defense is good, I don't know if it's great this year like they have been in years past, but they're very good. I think Lamar Jackson is playing at such a high level right now that I personally, like, no disrespect, I think they beat you by two touchdowns. I, I mean, really, I really uh, do. Or, or, or there could be a hurricane this coming <laughs> Sunday. And if there is, maybe... you got it. You guys yeah, got it. It's you favorite of your way, yeah. Yeah. Listen, if you guys play them like the Bears played the Niners in that, like, rainstorm – this game's yours for the taking. 
But yeah, I think the weather's exactly. gonna be, the weather's gonna be pretty good. Yeah, I know weather's supposed to be nice on Sunday, so, so not looking good for us. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, sorry about that, G John. No, no you're good. Packers, Bears, you're up. What are your thoughts? Um, always good to get a W. Um, I have concerns with my team. Um, the defense that I thought that I've been bragging to you guys that I thought was gonna be top five in the NFL <laughs> is having troubles. One week one, we already know we saw week one how they couldn't stop anything, run or pass. This time, you know, all beating as Justin Fields, we shut down the pass, but we could couldn't not stop, stop the run. Could not stop no. the run, and it was bothersome. I watched the first drive, and I saw how easy they moved it on us. And then I looked at us, and I just offense just looked hard. And I saw just as many mental mistakes, if not more, this game than week one. I mean, first one, first fumble's on Rodgers. The whole line's going left. He's handing right. I have never seen Rodgers have a brain fart set that he didn't realize which way the play was going on. The A.J. Dillon fumble that he rightfully got credit for Rodgers because it was his fault. And then the second one, you have Christian Watson coming in motion and the center snapping it as he comes in motion. It hits off his arm and goes backwards 14 yards. Rodgers diving on it. To try to get the ball, which I was like screaming, it's week two, man. It's not that serious. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Diving on the football. Don't hurt yourself. Luckily, you didn't get hurt. But like seeing that and and then the first drive, again, Romeo Dobbs, the rookie, Romeo Dobbs and Rogers not on the same page. He Rogers is trying to throw him a little quick screen. Romeo Dobbs is running further, not looking at the ball. He kind of just doinks him on the foot on the ground because he's not looking at it. So like there's going to be some growing pains in this offense, I still think. But um, the bright side was Elgin Jenkins was back, back before Bakhtiari. Wouldn't you believe it? Same, same. They both tore an ACL. He's back. Is Bakhtiari going to even be back next week? He, they said he might. I don't know, man. I'm hearing too many things about him possibly being back for a while now. So I have no idea what to expect. But Jenkins, after shaking off a little bit of rust, he looked good playing right tackle. Um, the run game was fantastic. Um, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. That's I told you guys. That's the kind of team we're gonna have to be this year. We're gonna have to run the ball, run some play action. Rogers is gonna be efficient. You know, maybe he maybe he'll throw more than twenty five times, but he didn't have to. When Aaron Jones is running for nine yards of carry, why stop running? You know what I mean? You keep handing yeah. the ball off until you can stop it. They couldn't stop it. But I think Rogers was like nineteen of twenty five. I'm doing this off the top of my head. Um, almost like two hundred forty yards, two touchdowns, no picks. And the stats look pretty, but I don't even think he played particularly well. Like, he played okay, even though he had, like, a 130 passer rating, whatever. But – and on the press conference, I was happy to see that he agreed with me because you could – he talked about wanting some passes back. He's like, I really didn't play a great game. I think the Sammy Watkins 55-yard bomb, he let it hang in the air a little bit too long. You know what I mean? So, Watkins had to slow up that maybe he could have scored if Rodgers kind of hit him in stride like a second, like if he, if it dropped in a second earlier. But, like, that's I'm, – I'm, maybe I'm nitpicking a little bit. I don't know. You know what I mean? He's still accurate. Don't get me wrong. But I've, I've seen him play better. But, you know, he is the owner of the Bears. So, you know, I don't think there was any doubts about us winning this game, really. <laughs> you know, I was – I said it was must win for us. Um, but I was pretty confident that we would come out and get a W. Um, and um, there was a good stretch – like you said about Mitch Trubisky, like it's Mitch Trubisky. I want to temper my expectations because it's Justin Fields. I want to see how we do against Tampa. You know what I mean? Even though yeah. like, maybe they won't have um, the weaponry that they're used to having. 
but it's still Tom Brady, and he'll still have um, – I think he's still going to have Russell Gage. I think Julio's expected to play. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if Chris Godwin will play. So there's still, he's still going to have some guys. I'll know a little bit more when we play Tampa. If yeah, the defense... Mike, and they're gonna, we're going to hear about Mike Evans' uh, appeal tomorrow. So I think tonight, actually, they had did a hearing. Wednesday. So. They had the hearing t- tonight, but the oh, announcement tomorrow. Got it, got it. Okay, got it. So, yeah, we'll know about that, whether he plays or not. But it'd still be a good test. So, um, you know, it was good, good, good all-around game. But, um, like I said, I want to see how the defense holds up to a higher-quality opponent because we're going to need them this year. This is going to be a defense and running team. For the first time that Rodgers era, we're going to need the defense to be good. We're going to need the running game, running game to be good. And they were good for the most part last night. And Rodgers needs to be efficient, which he was. That's the style we're going to have to win at. So, you know, hopefully it can be sustainable moving forward. And uh, we'll see. Big game this week. Yeah. And uh, and right now, Tampa Bay is favored by one and a half points. What, what do you think? Do you think Packers can uh, cover that? or? You know what? Honestly, I need to see what happens with this Mike Evans thing. I got to see the injuries. This week, because as crazy as it sounds, you know, Tampa's defense is ferocious. They look like the best defense in the league so far, albeit against the Cowboys, who actually Dak solid and Jameis, who they know very well. So I'm not going to take too much stock into that. Not yet. Even, even though they were great. They, listen, you hold somebody to three points in the first game of 10, you're excellent. But I think they knew Jameis a little bit. They And Jameis, I think, had some fractures in the back. But they're still ferocious. They'll have a pass rush. But... If Mike Evans doesn't play and Chris Godwin doesn't play, um, you know what I mean? I'll be inclined to take the Packers. Okay. But, you know, if Godwin's playing, if they have their full complement of weapons or close to it, it's like say Julio Gage is playing and just say either one of Godwin's or Evans are playing, um, I'll probably take Tampa because they're at home. And I'll take them to win in a close one, you know, like by like a touchdown or less. But it's hard for me to pick right now because I don't know who's playing. I got to see the injury report. I got to see our yeah. injury report. You know, what, what? it's hard for me to predict it right now. I'd, if you ask me this on like a Friday, I'd have a better answer for you. But I'm up in here. <laughs> I'm up, yeah, when we know the when we know who's playing. Otherwise, I don't, I don't I can't give you a full answer, man. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, I agree with you, G. Like, I do need to wait till Thursday or Friday. Like, like obviously, the whole Mike Evans suspension and injury reports haven't really gone out yet. So yeah. we don't know who's playing or not on Sunday. So Yeah, the first so one like, is going to come Wednesday, the first injury report. So assuming really... assuming either – like assuming Julio plays and Gage plays and one of Evans or Godwin plays, I'll I think take, I'll Tampa, Tampa covers. Yeah, yeah I'll take I Tampa. Tampa covers. Yeah. I'll, say, I'll say Packers 24-20. Packers. All right, listen, your, your lips to God's ears, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on. Let's talk about a couple of the games that we saw over the weekend. Let's start with before we go into the Monday night games. There was a um, Dolphins Ravens, right? Yeah, Sunday night extravaganza that we had. I don't know what the heck I watched. I'm gonna let <laughs> I'm gonna Matt. I'm gonna let you take it away because what the heck was that in the fourth quarter? We had a lot of crazy comebacks, but that was by far the craziest for me. So, what did you see, man? Yeah, I. I could not believe what I saw that game. Um, I thought after that, Lamar Jackson was 60-plus yard rushing touchdown. Oh, over, I'm yeah. like, oh, it's over. Miami's <laughs> not good. I knew Tua was a bust. He's a bum. He's a noodle <laughs> arm. Like, all these adjectives about Tua. Like, I said all of that. 
and uh, and fourth quarter happened, and he scored four touchdowns. Uh, my big thing is, and I and I read, I said this earlier. What the hell was the Ravens secondary doing? Like you don't let Tyreek Hill run behind you because if he's going to be open behind you, like too, I mean, while I don't think he has good arm strength, like an he's NFL quarterback, quarterback who has time is going to make that pass a hundred out of a hundred times. Or like you don't. Or Matt, sorry for cutting you off. And this is a bold idea. If you let Tyreek Hill run behind you once, you should know not to do it again. <laughs> and they did it again. <laughs> and they did it again. But yeah, I but yeah, I do gotta give Dolphins credit. Like they were resilient. I didn't like seeing it, but but they never gave up. And you know what? They did it. Like they won the game, and uh, I was kind of disappointed in the Ravens. And I hope that. That doesn't mean they're going to be coming into Foxborough pissed off, uh, letting, uh, giving up a 20-point a comeback to the Dolphins. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I mean, great game. I mean, amazing comeback by Dolphins. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, Dolphins, like, if Tua can keep th- putting these stats out or somewhere closer, like, they're going to be a tough team to, to beat moving forward. Oh, for sure, for sure. Ryan, what'd you think, man? Um, I thought it was a uh, again like just seeing the highlights. I mean, I thought the Ravens had this in the bag. I mean, they were scoring offense. They were stopping the Dolphins on, uh, you know, defense. They were stopping the Dolphins for the offense. I mean, it just looked like a one sided thing until again until the fourth quarter where the Ravens kind of just said like, "All right, it's over. All right, time to go home." Uh, but it wasn't you know, the Dolphins. You know, just kept scoring and scoring, and they got opportunities to score, and that was it. But they didn't score, like, like five-minute drives, six-minute drives. They scored quick, and that's what they needed to do. Yeah. So, again, like, why do you let Tyreek and Jalen Waddle run behind you? You know they're pretty damn fast. So, okay. <laughs> um, But, hey, props to uh, the Dolphins for not uh, giving up and not quitting and making a comeback and winning this game. Um, you know, again, but, again, you can't keep doing this where – you turn, you turn, you turn on in the fourth quarter. You, you need to start doing it all four quarters. So uh, that's going to be the big test for the Dolphins. Can they sustain that through all four quarters, or are they going to keep doing this? Like, uh, hey, let's let's start working in the fourth quarter, not the first or second and third quarter. So for sure, for sure. And I'll tell you, I, I agree. I'm going to give credit to two in the Dolphins. I thought the Ravens had a lot of mental lapses, and credit to the Dolphins for taking advantage. Heck of a comeback. They deserve to win. The Ravens couldn't close, and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, you know, before we move on to the Monday night games, we saw on a quick, get a quick rundown. Um, Denver, Houston, Denver struggling mightily with Russell Wilson and that supposed vaunted weaponry that they have. I think Judy went down, but Nathaniel Hackett, um, former Packers OC, and Russell Wilson just not clicking right now. They got the dub. But they're going to have to turn it around fast if they want to be able to do something. Um, shout out to the Cardinals mm. for that amazing comeback. Kyler Murray was spectacular at the end of that game, playing schoolyard ball. And the Raiders, Devontae Adams, two catches, 12 yards. You need to get him more involved in that. I saw a stat that said that was his lowest output since 2017 with Brett Hundley at quarterback. Derek Carr, I know you got weapons on the other. You got Renfro and Waller. You got to find 17, man. So you got to give him more than a couple of looks. So be better. You know, Raiders 0 2, not a great start. 
Nope. Um, the Falcons almost broke the twenty-eight to three curse, <laughs> but <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't meant to be. The Rams held on. What a crazy comeback that almost was. And then Marcus Mariota, of course, uh, picked it off in the end zone. Yep. So <laughs> you know the Falcons will forever be cursed, I guess. And Matt, you won't like this, but got to give a shout out to the Giants starting two and zero. Man, that defense. Oh yeah. Looks pretty formidable right now. Um, Baker in uh, Carolina, two weeks in, looking shaky. Already hearing rumblings yeah, about then, you know the coach and everything. Well, go ahead, Matt. What are you gonna say? Yeah, speaking of the Giants, we'll see. I mean, they play against Ryan Tannehill and Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it's it's early. It's early for sure. And honestly, yeah, they they yeah. got a, they got another couple of games that they're gonna play the uh, Cowboys, Dakless Cowboys. We're gonna even though the Cowboys had an impressive win. And then the Bears. So four and is not out of the question. You're right. Even though they, even though they might be the worst four and team in, it happens. But I'm gonna give props to them. They look good, you know, defensively. There's that. But you know, just want to give a quick rundown of those games. So we're gonna move forward. Let's talk oh, about. Second. Also, shout out to the Lions too. Um, absolutely, you're absolutely Jared right. Jared throwing four touchdowns, no interceptions. Like you might see a different team this year for the Lions. I agree. I agree 1, with that. Yeah, I you're, agree ab- that. you're absolutely right, Mike. Shout out I'm not saying Ryan. they're going to compete in the division, but I see no. a difference this year. No, I told you. I, guys, I think they can. Hey, I think yeah. they can get in second place in the division behind Ooh. the Packers. Yeah, behind the Packers, second place. I can listen, see that. I can. I can easily see them being easy six, seven wins easy this year. They're a really good team. Yeah, competes and shout out to the Jaguars too. Twenty-four oh, nothing definitely. shutout win. Yes. Look good. The Colts look. Awful. What's going on, Matt? I mean, this Colts one-year rent the quarterback thing—it's not working. To, they, <laughs> they need to stop after this year. Go build around a young guy or get somebody actually established and not over the hill. Matt Ryan looked old really fast, so I don't know. But shout out to those teams. Chiefs—they won a thriller. I think we talked about that already before. But oh, and also. I don't think anyone's stopping the Bills this year. I don't think anyone is. Oh, we are going to get into that, too. Yeah. As a matter of fact, since you, start, <laughs> you, since you brought it up, let's start there. The Bills won 41-7. I mean, I, 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 Matt, Ryan, me and you predicted them to make the Super Bowl, to win the Super Bowl, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I feel really good I mean, about that. Pick. I mean, they got to stay healthy, but yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, uh, Von Miller's found the fountain of youth. Let's just get that <laughs> out the way. He looks yeah. amazing. He stays healthy. That defense looks amazing. Josh Allen looks borderline unstoppable. Matt, he shreds you guys every year, but maybe don't feel as bad because it looks like he's shredding everybody now. So, yeah. you know just what I mean? Need, just need a windstorm and we should be good. Yeah, that's it, man. If you can just create some hurricane weather, then you guys can stop <laughs> Other than that, that dude is special. I mean, I think I think he was my pick for MVP this year too. Yeah, I, he was I, mine too. Yeah, he's he's going to be spectacular. That They look amazing. Uh, what did you guys think about that game? Uh, I mean, there's not much to say. I knew yeah. going into the season, Bills were going to be one of the best, if not the best team in the league. And yeah. Tennessee, like, you knew when they lost A.J. Brown. And Ryan Tannehill yeah. is not a good quarterback. They're gonna, every, defensive, every defense is going to stack the box against them. Get rid of Derrick Henry, make Ryan Tannehill beat you. Well, and, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to say this. Uh, I, the assessment on Ryan Tannehill is a little bit unfair. It's not that he's not a good quarterback. Yeah. He's a solid quarterback. It's just when you take a guy like A.J. Brown away from him, he's oh, not yeah. a guy like, you know, a Mahomes or Allen or Rodgers or Brady that can elevate mediocre talent. You know what I mean? Um, 
Like he's not that guy, and if you don't have pieces around him, he's not going to elevate like that. So no. like, when you take when you take AJ Brown away from him, it's Ryan Tannehill. Like he's not going to make Traylon Burks a Pro Bowl or the rookie in his in his first year. He's not going to do that or turn it on. So it's it's tough. But that yeah. being said, forty one to seven. Yeah, like, Tennessee looks bad, but like man, Buffalo just slaughtered them. Man, I didn't think it would look that embarrassing. Good lord. Yeah, it looked like the Patriots game from uh, last year's playoffs. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And actually, <laughs> just like that, too, the Bills took their foot off the gas, too. They could have scored 55, I think, if they wanted to. Yeah. You know, so. Just just pure dominance. Pure dominance. That's it. Absolutely. Both sides of the ball. Unbelievable. <laughs> yep. And uh, let's go to our other Monday night game, because clearly not much to talk about that blowout. Uh, Primetime Kirk Cousins, man. I don't know <laughs> what I was thinking. I must have <laughs> forgot this was a Monday night game. You know what, Kirk Cousins looks. Kirk Cousins, I said it before. He always gets up for the Packers at the one o'clock and four o'clock window, and he's good at those games. If they're not standalone games, he's excellent at one o'clock, four o'clock games. But for some reason, if it's an eight thirty game on a Sunday night, or it's an eight thirty game on a Monday night football stage, he just doesn't play well. I don't know what it is, Matt. It was hilarious. And Ryan, you can speak to this too. I know you like Cousins, and I think he's a fine yeah. quarterback. But he tried to throw that ball to Slay, didn't get it, and then came back. He's like, dude, come on, catch this one. And then he, I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like, I wasn't mad at it. The only thing I was mad about is watching the Eagles use Darius Slay to travel with Justin Jefferson and seeing as why we didn't do it. Because we just sat back and zoned. All day, never pressured Kirk Cousins. He's played zone ninety percent of the time, and he just and any decent quarterback is going to pick apart his own defense. If you play zone defense most of the game, you don't pressure them. The Eagles literally looked at us and said, "We're going to do the exact opposite of what the Packers do. We're going to send heat at Kirk Cousins, and we're going to man and we're going to send our best corner, man up Jefferson, man up these other receivers, and see what happens." And what happened was not a recipe for success for the Vikings. Kirk Cousins felt the heat. He made Aaron throws, and I think he easily could have had five or six picks this game. What did he end with, three? Yeah, I mean, three picks. A lot of them were dropped. So, I mean, it was it was just – the Eagles looked impressive, but Kirk Cousins, I mean, man, it was yeah. just an absolute yeah. shitstorm for him. What did you guys think? I mean, obviously, I knew this was going to happen to Kirk Cousins. Primetime game, he came <laughs> off a win, so you know every time he wins on a good game, he's going to have a bad game the next week. So yeah. – so yeah, that came to fruition. But I'm pretty. I'm. I've been really impressed with the Eagles. I mean, Jalen Hurts. Like, it seems like he's really found his groove. Like, I think having AJ Brown there, somebody he can rely on, be able to throw to, uh, has really helped him. And yeah, it looks like. He, I mean, obviously he's al- he's already a great runner, but but like he's really improved on the passing game as well. And and I mean, I mean, obviously he had two beastly touchdowns. Yep. Rushing touchdowns and uh, and yeah, the Eagles' offense was clicking. I just feel like at the end they're just trying to kill clock more than trying yeah. to ball downfield. Yeah, so. for sure. They were up three scores. They didn't really care. Yeah. And, so, and I think if they keep this up in the coming weeks, we're gonna have to start taking them seriously as a threat in the NFC. I don't oh, think no that's, doubt. I don't I, think I'm, that's talked about enough. I'm I'm taking them seriously now. Like right. they, I mean, they have a very good roster. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I mean the question going into the season was will Jalen Hurts be able to hold up like will yeah. he be able to do his end of the work so and so far he's doing a great job at it 
Ryan, that's your boy, Kirk Cousins, man. Any words on him? You want shaking him, chalking up to a bad game? I mean, it's a bad game, you know. Again, like you said, you know, bring bring pressure, put man on him, and see what he can do, and they fell apart. And they couldn't even run the ball. You know, Dalvin Cook with six rushes, 17 yards. I mean, Kirk Cousins had more rushing yards than Dalvin Cook. That's, that's, that's shocking. Sad. Um, but, yeah, of course. But Eagles, like you said, like, I think what what's really, like, uh, throwing us off is that they just play in a horrible division, and we don't take them seriously, and now we have to start taking them seriously. Agreed. Uh, but, I mean, they still they still need to start beating better teams, and they'll have more challenges when they, uh, the season comes along. I know they got the commanders next week. It's not much of a challenge, but, uh, you know, as the week goes on, they'll, they'll face better competition. We'll see how they do against better competition. All right. And uh, let's move on to uh, the McDab top five rankings. Yes, sir. Yes, of sir. Week two, Matt. This is your moment. We love it. Take it away. What do you yes, got for sir. us, man? Here Uh-oh. we go with the McDab top five power rankings. Uh, beginning at number five, I have the L.A. Chargers. Yes, they did lose to Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, yes, Herbert did get hurt at the end and threw a crucial pick six. In their end zone, but they did, but the, they did lose to Chiefs, and I still believe in them. They didn't have Keenan Allen that game, one of Herbert's best weapons there, and uh, and I think they have a. I mean, they they have a tough schedule throughout the year just because they're in the tough division, but but I think they're they're still going to be tough to beat, and they're they're still right now even even the some of the two and O teams like the Dolphins and Giants. I mean, they're better than them. Let's be real. At number four, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I've been really impressed with them these first two weeks. Uh, they beat the Lions, scored scored 38 points, and then uh, they just handed the Vikings like nobody – like nothing. And, uh, and yeah, Jalen Hurts looks amazing. I pointed it out. Uh, defense looks great. They have two – Darius Slay and uh, James Bradbury. Uh, front seven's – front seven's very good. Uh, and, uh, and, yeah – I mean, we'll see what happens with them moving forward. At number three, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They finally beat the Saints in the regular season. It was sloppy, <laughs> but they finally beat them. Uh, Brady didn't look too great again. Uh, I mean, I think he was missing guys like Godwin and Julio and and some of his uh, other receivers outside Mike Evans did drop a lot of passes. So, so yeah, Man, it was definitely did you frustrating. You see him throwing the tablet around, just yeah, he, it was around. A, my lord. Yeah, it was frustrating <laughs> for him, but um, but yeah, they were able to pull it off. He did throw one that nice touchdown to Brashad Perriman, yeah. and uh, and that defense. So I mean, given that they played against Dak and a turnover prone Jameis, like they've looked amazing so far. And gee, John, you did say they they have given up one touchdown so far, but that one touchdown was uh garbage time touchdown so i don't really yeah. count that no for sure for sure so yeah so yeah basically they've been pretty they've been shutting down the opposing team so far and they're going to be tested next week against uh against the top arguably top two or three quarterback in uh aaron Rodgers. so yep. see what happens there at number two it's the kansas city chiefs uh they did beat the chargers in the thursday night game uh mahomes looked pretty good he had that nice touchdown to to, uh, Justin Watson and another one to uh, to Jarek McCann that nice sidearm throw, uh, but um, but yeah, Chargers had their chances. They they were in their end zone, but obviously, Chiefs defense came up big and got that pick six. And uh, 
And yeah, wins a win, even though Chiefs offense didn't look as explosive as they did uh, in the first week. They still pulled it off and uh, and did uh, did what they needed to do against a very tough Chargers defense. And at number one, I mean, we already talked about them. It's the Buffalo Bills. They just have been dominating these first two games. First one against the defending champions, the L.A. Rams, and then this one, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I mean, there's not much else to say. Uh, Josh Allen looks incredible. Stephon Diggs, three touchdowns. Uh, running game, like, it's very good. Um, it's been, it, it has been improving since last year, and it's still uh, very reliable. And, yeah, I mean, and the defense as well, like, have a very good secondary. Uh, it'll be even better when uh, Tredavious White comes back. And then, good Lord. <laughs> and then uh, that front seven. I mean, I didn't realize how good those two linebackers, Edmonds and Milano, are. Like, they mm-hmm. are – they run side to side in, in like lightning speed. And then Von Miller, like, yeah, you pointed out, gee, like he's turning back the clock. Like he's he's looking like a young Von Miller who was just wrecking havoc on all these opposing quarterbacks. So uh, yeah, Bills, Bills are by far the favorites right now, and they sh- they're li- ranked at number one. So so yeah, that's my top five: uh, the Bills, Chiefs, Buccaneers, Eagles, and Chargers, guys. We'll start with you, G. John. Like, you agree with me? Do you have any changes? Let's hear it. I think last week I agree with you, pick for pick. Yeah, I was this close to doing the same thing. This close, <laughs> <laughs> and I think if we did like a top seven, I would have, you know, the Bills in the first three spots, one, two, and three, and then we have teams. <laughs> That's how much better I think they're playing than than everybody else right now. They're that dominant. I mean, they're playing at a different stratosphere so far early in the season. I mean, how it's if it's gonna we'll see. You know, long season, but like they look every bit as good on paper as they are on the field, which is incredible. So, I agree with your top four. I got the Bills, I have the Chiefs, I have the Bucks, and um, I have the um, what you call it? Eagles. Yes, I have the Eagles. Um, your f- number five is where I was close. I was thinking about the Chargers, but I'm worried about Herbert's injury. They have some guys that are banged up, you know, so I don't want to leave them there. Even though I think they're better than this team, if they're healthy, I'm going to put it five. We're doing this on a week-to-week basis, and you're not going to like it, but I'm going to slide Miami at number five just because I was impressed with their comeback win. Yeah. And the health status of Justin Herbert going forward is, you know, not alarming, but it's a little murky right now. Um, you know, got a lot of guys banged up. Um, so I'm going to go with Miami at number five, um, just because that was an incredible comeback against the Ravens, and it takes a lot of resiliency for a team to do that. And it shows me character for a team to be able to come back down that much that late in the game and be able to pull it out. So I'm going to give Miami their due, put them at number five. Four will be the Eagles because I thought it was they, you know, I you, they looked very impressive. And Matt, you said it best. They were killing the clock at the end. I feel like if they wanted to put up more points, they could have. They looked that much better than the Vikings that um, last night. And then, um, you know, top Buccaneers. three, you know, yeah, Tampa, that defense uh, right now through two weeks looks like the best defense in the league. We'll see if that's the case going forward. But, you know, I know you talked about Tom Brady's struggles a little bit, but I remember seeing it on um, – I think I saw this on First Things First. If you could choose for the Bucks, 
that the first two weeks, Tom, Tom, Tom Brady's playing extremely well MVP-level football, but the Bucks' defense is struggling, or the Bucks' defense looks amazing and Tom Brady's struggling. You would take the Bucks' defense being amazing and Tom Brady's struggling because you know yeah. Tom's going to figure it out. So that, you know, with that scenario, you know going forward, Tom will figure it out. I know he's 45. I don't think his play is going to drop off that much. He's still a high-level quarterback, a top-five, arguably, quarterback in the league. And, and it depends how healthy his wide receivers are, too. Godwin yeah. can come back. Julio can stay healthy. Like, I mean, I it, think, it all comes I, down to that. And they just, yeah, I, think, I think that they're so loaded with weaponry now that if they can afford to lose one of them and still be fine. So, like, even if, God forbid, like, Mike Evans goes down, you slide Julio at the X. You have Julio. Cycle BC. They'll get him integrated. They just can't lose you know, like bolt, like a multitude of weapons, but they can afford to lose one or two guys for a short period of time and function. So I believe he'll figure it out. He'll get better. He played two really good defenses early. Cowboys defense is good. And, you know, the Saints in the right, like even not even just the regular season, the postseason, they, they played him well too when they won. Yeah. Because the, the, yeah, they the always gave him heart. They yeah. always give him struggles. Every game he's played the Saints in Tampa has been a struggle. So, you know, he'll be fine going forward. The Chiefs, too. I mean, they look good. Um, I have them slightly over Tampa. I thought Mahomes was a little bit careless, got lucky with some drops. But I'll have him at two. And then, you know, the Bills far one, far up there. So I definitely agree with that. Just switch the Dolphins in for the Chargers. Ryan, what do you think, buddy? Uh, I agree with one, two, three. I think that's um... – that's a pretty good top three right there. Uh, four, yeah. I'll go with the Eagles because they, they've been pretty impressive lately. Uh, but five, I just – I don't think the Chargers are where they need to be at. Um, I think there's a lot of better – I think there's maybe two or three better one-on-one teams than the Chargers right now. Okay. Um, and that goes with saying that Miami, yeah, I think should be at number five right now. I mean, they, they're 2-0. They beat – uh, a decent Patriots defense, and they've uh, come back against a really uh, – it's going to be a really good Ravens team. And I picked them in the win division because they're pretty good. Uh, and then number six would be the Ravens uh, because I feel like they're a better team than the Chargers right now. Even though they just blew up a 28-point lead against the Dolphins. Like, But I just feel like they're just uh, – if they put it together, they're much better. Um, you know, there's there are some – I think we're going to be surprised this year with a lot of teams. Um, oh, for sure. And it's not going to be our clear cut as last year um, with the Bucks and Chiefs and Bills. And, you know, those guys will stay at the top. But there's going to be some really, really weird winning games from a lot of different teams this year. Uh, for sure. Yeah, I think uh, I agree with you, uh, G. I think Miami should be up there. Um, but, again – it's only week two. It's a week by week basis. Everything could change like that. Oh, yeah, and this, this change list will change every week. Eye. Every yep. week, this list is going to be have somebody different for sure. That's yes. why I love it. Yep. All right. Um, well, before we end this, uh, there's a couple games I want to talk about next week. We'll do a quick uh, prediction in terms of spread. So starting with uh, actually all three of them are divisional games. So starting with Buffalo, Miami. Buffalo is favored by minus five and a half in Miami. You guys probably think Buffalo minus five and a half, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to go Buffalo. I think Buffalo win by a touchdown. It'll, yeah. be, it'll be closer than people think. It's in Miami. My, you know, I think Buffalo will win by a touchdown, though. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then, I uh, by a touchdown. I think they'll win by 14. 
Okay. All right. I like it, right? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they, they always yeah. have Miami's number, so yeah. it wouldn't surprise me. And then uh, we have another big divisional game, AFC North, uh, Lions and Vikings. Uh, Lions, uh, very surprising this year, coming out of nowhere, looking like an actual football team, not some uh, silly nannies from London. And then Vikings uh, coming off a terrible loss, uh, see if Kirk Cousins can redeem himself. Uh, right now, Vikings are favored by six. What do you guys think? Black? Can you think Vikings can cover or will Lions uh, prevail? It's a 1 o'clock non-national televised game, right? Kirk, Kirk <laughs> Cousins is going to dice them up. He's going to throw three touchdowns, 350 yards. The Vikings win. They'll cover. What's the, uh, what's the spread, Matt? Minus six. Uh, six for Vikings. Um, no, I think Vikings – they won't cover. I think yeah, Vikings I think, cover it. Okay, yeah. I think uh, – yeah. I think – Vikings will win, but I think Lions yeah. will cover spread. I think right. Vikings will win by a field goal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then lastly, we have the AFC West, uh, 49ers and Broncos. Uh, and before we make our predictions uh, – Well, that's not AFC guys, West. Or yes, NFC sir. West, sorry. That's not, West, oh, wait, that's not a divisional – Yeah, it's not a divisional game, but good game. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. yeah, it's a good game, though. But, um, game, but yes. yeah, speaking of the 49ers, uh, Trey Lance did uh, – unfortunately break his ankle and is now out for years. So now uh, G. John's favorite player, uh, the handsome GQ model, Jimmy Grappolo is now under center. And uh, he did predict the 49ers to make the Super Bowl. That's I'm changing Before it. that. Uh, ask me again in a couple of weeks where I think we'll get there. <laughs> it's not going to be the Niners though. <laughs> but yeah, so right now the 49ers are favored by one and a half. Uh, what do you guys think? You think Broncos can uh, pull this off or – 49ers will win this. So let me get this straight. Spread. The Niners are favored by one and a half in Denver, right? Correct. Jesus, I don't even know what to think. Denver's looked so terrible in these last two weeks against t- mediocre to bad teams. I mean, they lost to Seattle. And they just got stomped by de- by the Broncos. I mean, and the Texans tied the Colts, which would have been an achievement if the Colts didn't just get blanked by the Jaguars. So I don't even know what to think. I, I, I want to believe that Russell Wilson and that offense will figure it out. But I'm riding with the Niners. Like, I know it's crazy. I don't like Jimmy G and all that. But, like, the, the, the Broncos just don't look like a good team right now. They're not functioning at a high level. They scored 16 points in back-to-back games. Russell Wilson with those weapons and that running game was supposed to be spectacular. And it's not looking that way. So, I'm going to go with Denver. Yeah, um, I agree with you. Uh, or you mean 49ers? Yeah, that 49ers. Yeah, sorry. 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. I think 49ers are going to cover the spread. Um, yeah, the Broncos just don't look good right now. And, I mean, Jerry Judy's going to be out, right? It sounds like – or he left the game. I don't know if he's going to play this week. So, yeah. that's going to hurt them a lot. And then even the Broncos' old line, like, we're talking about Russell Wilson not having any protections. Yeah, like – Seems like it's the same way in uh, Denver. Like, like he's not getting much protection there either. So, so yeah, I just think that 49ers front seven is going to be too much, and Jimmy G will do just enough to win that that game. So, 49ers cover. Uh, yeah, 49ers cover. Broncos are still not getting it together. All right, all right, guys. Um, that about does it for tonight. Um. Make sure to follow us. Um, make sure to listen to us on uh, for Three God Game. Uh, we're available on Google, Spotify, Apple. Uh, what else are we on? You name it, we're on it. Um, we have an Instagram page at Three God Game. Make sure to like and subscribe. Uh, I'll post our predictions this week. And um, guys, it's been a great night. 
Yeah, Take pleasure care, talking guys. to you guys. Take care. Later, guys.